1: buddy, and welcome to the uh, Ken Miller Show. It's a Tuesday on 1700 KBGG. Well, everywhere. Uh, it's a Tuesday, but we welcome you into the program today for the next couple hours, Trent Condon and myself, uh, talking local sports with you as we do every Monday through Friday uh, this time slot each and every day, with the exception of Thanksgiving and then Black Friday. So uh, an abbreviated week off uh, as of 2 o'clock Tomorrow afternoon. Coming up on the show today, going to talk some cyclones with the analyst of both football and basketball, Eric Heft, will stop by before. Iowa State's uh, next tilt as they go on the road to Manhattan to take on Bill Snyder, which may or may not be his final game uh, as the head coach at Snyder Family Stadium. Uh, Eric Heff coming up at 2.20. We'll talk some NFL with Frank Schwab, Yahoo Sports. Uh, he's part of the shutdown corner. Uh, Frank Schwab coming up at 12.40. Uh, in the 1 o'clock hour, Stephen M. Simple will be here to preview Nebraska's final game of the year. Let that one uh, resonate a little bit. Uh, it's against the Hawkeyes. It's Black Friday, as you know three o'clock kick that one can be found on fs1 and then at uh, 140 zubin mahente we'll jump on in here and we'll talk uh sports with Zubin, as we do on a weekly basis. Trent Condon, uh, I know you watched the first half of the game. I listened to Jim Albright, and who I had no idea who he was, and uh, Bobby Hansen. He doesn't know me either, by the way. Uh, <laughs> but listening to the game, sounded like Isaiah Moss had a good first 20 minutes. That's kind of the feeling, listening to the game, that I took away from it. Seemed like Bobby was impressed by Isaiah Moss's game. You were watching it. Uh, fair assessment?
2: Yeah, yeah. Moss played pretty well, but uh, same kind of problems as yesterday. Can't stop dribble penetration. Just can't stop guards getting inside into the lane and making things happen. So that's going to be, does that linger? There's no elixir for this, right? Right. Jordan Bohan is not getting more athletic. No, unfortunately, you're right about that. Isaiah Moss, from where he was a year ago at this Mm -hmm. time when he was completely lost defensively, Mm -hmm. Now he's adequate. Mm-hmm. Could he be better with his athleticism? Does he yeah. need to be better? He absolutely does. Okay. But you lose your stopper in Christian Williams. You don't have a backup point guard now with no Connor McCaffrey. Sounds like yesterday's show, by the way. <laughs> <Yes. And> now, <laughs> nothing, nothing has nothing changed has overnight. Nothing has changed, though, no, in, in 23 hours. Mm-kay. We're talking about the same things, and, well, Brady Ellingson's Brady Ellingson. You don't have anybody in the guard court. And John Miller, he said, guard short. Mm-hmm. Feels like they're a guard short. Feels like they're a guard short. Not the, the best situation
1: to be in. Well, TJ Axelberger's theme. It was 36 apiece. Last update I got it. I'm following it on Twitter now. Uh, Mark Emmerich is uh, there. I think he is he the only media member that's there?
2: Uh, I'm trying to think if Leistakow's I've seen, not
1: there. Right. and I I'm not knocking the register for not sending Chad. Right. Um, sending one's probably expensive enough to the Cayman Islands. Yeah. Uh, did Cedar Rapids Gazette send anybody over? That would surprise me. Don't think Jeremiah is
2: there. Jeremiah Davis. I don't believe. I haven't seen
1: anything on Twitter from him that right. would indicate that he is there. I saw
2: a preview, but you can write a right. preview from right. Cedar Rapids. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. I know Tom Caker didn't go. Uh, website wise, I don't think anybody else. So yeah,
1: you know, Trent, that, that kind of leads me. Actually, I didn't want to go here, but at some point today, I was going to get to this point. Uh, we're gonna have Zubin on at one forty. Um, the the staffers at ESPN it is it's it's going to be a really uncomfortable week. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. for the second year in a row, it's going to be an uncomfortable week, and those uh, employees and especially those ones in front of the camera. See that as Sports Center anchors that survived the first round of cuts that took uh, out, uh, you know, Chris Hassel. Um, it, it, the axe is about to fall again, and apparently it's going to be very noticeable in it, the fact that this are people behind the scenes that we, you know, we don't know their names, we certainly don't know their faces. This is going to be people uh, that we've seen on uh, on ESPN, and, and, and in some cases maybe for years Um it's 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 the change. It's it's unfortunately the the media business the way it's going now. NBC Sports Chicago today the axe fell there. Mm-hmm. You know they were a Comcast a Comcast affiliate. Uh, they were doing a lot of stuff um, online. Patrick Mooney I think is the guy's name. He's followed the Cubs forever. I think the last eight years. Uh, his daily coverage of the Cubs could be found at that site, whether it's home or on the road. He was laid off today. So it's. It's unfortunately the way that not only the sports media business, but the media business in
2: general is it's under attack, Trent. Overextended where where do you go because it's not just newspapers? Oh well, people aren't buying newspapers. No, it's it's people cutting cords at ESPN yeah. to the tune of a billion dollars apparently. I mean it's it's an always evolving business and yeah you, you got to keep up with it. Mm-hmm. And that's why we podcast everything and we try to do things in well, different and ways. Well, our model
1: is totally different from radio that it's been you and I don't draw a paycheck.
2: Yeah. I mean, right. I I don't let's put that out there right now right. for people who
1: think we don't work here. No. We air quote come in here and this is where our show resonates from, we pay to be on the air. Yeah um and that's on un- i mean is radio going this way i mean television has taking huge cuts and i'm not saying that there's you're, there's going to be television opportunities for for laid off or for people that are trying to find their next uh next gig in the television market you're not going to be able to buy time at who oh, to right. do a yeah, show yeah, yeah. as we're fortunate enough to be able to do here but if we don't sell ads we don't eat right yeah we, we just that's just the way it is um Television, they 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 don't have that, I guess, luxury to be able to do that.
2: Right? Yeah, and and it's so different now on TV with DVRs. I mean, yeah. it's, you got to sell advertising.
1: Well, and look at David Ubbin's an example, right? Yeah. David Ubbin was at ESPN. He was at Fox Sports. He got laid off, mm-hmm. so he's still online and he's still trying to reach his. Um, fans of his writing but he's doing so um at, on a pay-per-view basis mm-hmm. there's a lot of former writers that are starting their own site bob mcginn who's covered the green bay packers forever milwaukee journal sentinel he lost his job and he's got a pay site that uh, that he's trying to get underway I, I don't know how you i mean that that's asking a lot trent to get people to pay you every single month right to read your stuff when there's I mean, there's still free stuff online that's shrinking by the day, it seems like. But where, where are we going here?
2: Well, you talked about The Athletic. You're a you a member, a paying member of The Athletic, yep. the website. They're doing it that way. All we can, can they do... sustain?
1: Right, right. Because yeah. they send their guys on the road with the teams that
2: they cover. That's got to be a uh, big, big nut. Do you pull that back? And, and all right, you can do it. And that's the thing. There are so many ways to cut do you have to be any more at every single game? Do you well, have to go on look, every road trip? Look
1: at the NBA, look at ESPN. They're doing games, you know, that are taking place at Carver mm-hmm. or Jack Trice or wherever, and they're calling those from Bristol, Connecticut, yep. or wherever their headquarter. And think it think sounds it's Charlotte a little weird. or something, yeah, right? I think yeah. it's Charlotte. It they... sounds
2: odd when you hear it, but you mm-hmm. know what? You want to see the games? What's better? Well, you have to go through the first 6 games of Iowa and trying to stream them online. Or actually have them available and this the announcers aren't there. Mm-hmm. I take the announcers there and actually being able to see it on television. That's just yeah,
1: it. I know. I'm with you. I mean, And look, at the, I don't know how much more money these the, the, the leagues can squeeze for broadcast rights. Yes. I mean, I think that that is, look, that, that's one of the things that ESPN's, I think, that has got them to this point. They overpaid for some of their programming, mm-hmm. quite frankly. Right. And yeah. you don't want to give up Monday Night Football. Mm-hmm. You don't want to give up the major league baseball package that they have. They're part of the NBA. They gave up the NHL. You no, know, there's a there's a core of NHL fans that were P.O.'d about that, but not enough to move the needle. You mm-hmm. can understand that. Yeah. Um but it's just it's just a changing time. I mean the Des Moines Register is the only as far as we know mm-hmm.
2: newspaper that's covering the Hawkeyes uh at the, in the Cayman Islands this week. Yeah. I talked to Steve Batterson uh yesterday during Jimmy B and T C perfect example of Steve it. Steve wasn't there mm-hmm. and he's got he he's Quad City Times, that's his home base, is the Quad Cities. But Lee Enterprises is the newspapers in Waterloo, Mason City, Sioux City. Yeah. Every time I'm back home and read the Mason City Globe Gazette, it's Steve Batterson writing. Right. Every time I'm in the in-laws in laws yeah. in Sioux City, it's Steve Batterson writing. And even with all that con- you know, combination of newspapers, they can't afford to send Steve Batterson to the Cayman Islands for four days. No. Can't afford it. No. John
1: Bowen Camp, same way. Yeah. yeah. Same way. You know, I I've always tipped my cat to Caker. Um and, and the guys over that um, in Lincoln, that cover the Huskers. Sean Callahan, they're on the road. They they don't yep. miss. They they seldom miss an event. Right. When it comes to for rivals, um, you know, f- covering the Hawks or covering the Huskers. In Callahan's case, whether it be press conference or, or, or media days, uh, those type of things. But you just wonder. You just wonder. I mean paying ten bucks a month to watch. Um, you know, Iowa State coaches talk at right. cyclones.com. Yeah. You wonder if that's going to be because it costs money to drive to these places. <laughs> yeah. now, everybody's
2: cutting costs in this business, Trent. Think people would be willing to spend 10 bucks a month to listen to us ramble on for 2 I, I, hours a I day? hope I, I hope I never asked that. I, I hope I never get the answer <laughs> to that question.
1: Um, no, I don't think that that's the case that they would. And why would they? Yeah, right, right. Because there's so
2: much content out there. There's so and much content out there. We'll just something. try to do our best every day yeah. over the radio airwaves. Yeah,
1: and, uh, and you know, we just hope it's good enough, right? Right. <laughs> if it's not, yeah. um, I heard something last night, Trent, and, and I uh, Monday Night Football and I go back a long, long
2: way. Yeah. You are way. about as big of an NFL guy as I know.
1: More so college than, I mean, I used to be, it, was, yeah. it used to be, if I could only watch one, I'm watching Sunday. Right. I mean, that's not even close anymore. College football has surpassed the NFL as far as excitement level. Football in general, but you're a yes, big hardcore, NFL guy. Hardcore. Yes. Watched, I've watched Monday Night Football, I believe, since it came on. Um, and it came on in the, in the early 70s at some point. Heard something on Monday Night Football. I don't think I've ever heard it before. Okay. And I don't think it, I kept watching Twitter and I was going to tweet it. But by this point, you know, I kind of into the beer at that time. right? Okay. And, I got you. and I've got a rule that, yeah, yeah. you know, stay away from the hundred tweet and, and- Yeah, It doesn't work yeah. out. Heard something on Monday Night Football last night. And, and not only Monday Night Football, but I just think Monday Night Football still to me is, you know, it's still special. It's not as special as it used to be, right. but it's still to me special and Sean McDonough's doing the game last night the play by play of the game last night and at one point during the game he he uttered these three words that have never been said on Monday night football ever and maybe in the last 30 or 40 years maybe have never been said on any NFL broadcast okay any and what? i thought wow that's really cool i've
2: never heard that before i'm baffled rookie from drake <laughs> Did you hear that last night? I didn't hear when they said it, but okay. Yeah. sober right? The, yeah, yeah. The tight end, right? <laughs> the tight end, yeah. The rookie out of Drake. I'm <laughs> thinking,
1: wait a second. Did he just. I had to play it back. Yeah. The rookie out of Drake on Monday Night Football. You know, Drake football yeah. has made Monday Night Football. And, I mean. Billy Cundiff? Well, there you go, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, there yeah. you go. And, and he had that game where. He had that uh, five field goal game, yes. six field goal yeah. game, whatever it was. I think they took his shoe and put it in the Hall of Fame. I think his shoe was in Canton. Wow. Yeah, uh, you know what? Now that you think, now that you got me thinking about that, so maybe
2: it's a good thing you didn't tweet it.
1: Yeah, maybe it is because <laughs> maybe that's why I didn't see any Twitter about right. it. Right? Because yeah. I kept waiting for somebody to tweet it and <laughs> uh, to like it, but still pretty cool.
2: Yes, you know, yeah. it's Ricky out of Drake.
1: Few and far between. Yeah, few and very far between.
2: Hey, speaking of Drake, yesterday we didn't even. You and I made the playoffs. Their mm-hmm. playoff game. Yep. We'll have it here on 1700 Saturday. But uh, I saw a couple more programs, I think from the Colonial, maybe it was, that are dropping to non scholarship and going to the Pioneer League. Really? Starting next season. Financial crisis. Another cut
1: in sports, Trent.
2: Yeah. Do you think you and I, if. The money continues to struggle the way that we heard that it has. Mm. Is that the route that they're going to have to go? Boy, I hope not. I know. Boy, I hope not. That would be terrible. I mean, it's 54 scholarships as yeah. opposed to 75. Right. It's, But it's also... The
1: Big Ten threw them a bone.
2: Yeah. I mean, the, the Big Ten is now
1: allowing Iowa in this case, or they've they played Wisconsin before. Yeah. Um, they're now allowing uh, those Power Five schools teams to schedule FCS programs, so that's good. Um, boy, I hope not. Yeah. That Just, would be terrible.
2: I thought of that as I was reading through, and it was some playoff thing, and and kind of the bottom part of it was from a FCS website. Mm-hmm. I had mentioned that there was two programs that will be moving to the mm-hmm. Pioneer and joining but Drake. But do they get
1: the support of the Panthers? Have they had the success of the Panthers under Farley? No.
2: No, they haven't.
1: Yeah, i got to assume that that... Right. Well, look, when, when Troy Dannon, who I thought was... You know, as close to a lifer there as anything. I mean, yeah. I, I know he loved the state of Iowa. I know he did. Um, when when he pulled up stakes and left, and maybe I thought maybe, wow, this is this the first shoe to drop? Is that the writing on the wall? Yeah. Um, Boy, I hope I, I I hope it doesn't get to that point. But you're looking that's that's your school, so I yeah. get why you're concerned about
2: that. Yeah, it's it's bills mm-hmm. and football at the FCS level. It's a money loser. Sure, for a lot of schools, um, it
1: makes money at a at a handful of places. North Dakota State, that was and the first one that Montana. Came to Probably those that's two probably and Montana it. just got rid of their coach, did they not this week did or was it Mont- I think they yeah. did uh, we got to take a timeout. Uh, Eric Heft is going to be here. he is the analyst at Iowa State for uh, both uh, college football and basketball, so we'll double dip Eric on both of those teams uh, We'll take a timeout and again this hour, Frank Schwab coming up from Yahoo Sports. Trent and I are here Monday through Friday from noon to two talking sports with you. it's the Ken Miller show we're on 1700 KBGG.
0: 1700
3: KBGG brings you Westwood One coverage of the NFL all season long through the Super Bowl.
2: Did I hear that right? Is Central Iowa Vapors really having a fifteen ninety five dollars Black Friday deal? Yep, you heard it right. Central Iowa Vapors is offering a starter kit for as low as fifteen ninety five. Wow, that means I got to tell my mom, my dad, maybe even my aunt and uncle. Pretty much anyone I know that smokes, I need to tell about this. That's right. Black Friday is right around the corner. Stop in for a starter kit for as low as fifteen ninety five. dollars 95 Visit iowaecigs.com for location details. And always remember, it's not smoke, it's vapor.
0: Holidays are about family, traditions, and heritage. If you're Irish, Welsh, or Scottish, the only place to find unique Celtic gifts is a Celtic tradition. Open house Saturday the 25th and Sunday the 26th. Sample some Celtic sweets. A Celtic tradition. 7672 Hickman Road, Windsor Heights. If you're not hungry already, you will be in a second. At Montana Mike's, you know they've got the best steaks and best burgers around. And of course, succulent seafood, your favorite pasta dishes, and great combos with ribs and chicken. So why not choose Montana Mike's for carryout, catering, and your holiday banquet and party needs? Whether it's a small gathering with family and friends or a full-blown feast for a large group this holiday season, let Montana Mike's handle it for you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this holiday season, and let Montana Mike's do the cooking. Montana Mike's with two locations, just north of I-80 on Northeast 14th in Des Moines and on Highway 14 in Newton. Montana Mike's. Montana Mike's is this week's sweet deal, perfect for your Christmas stocking. Get $50 worth of Montana Mike's certificates for only $25. Get this Montana Mike's sweet deal at a special date and time. This Wednesday morning at nine at seventeen hundred kbggcom
2: Hey it's Trey Condon here from Jimmy B and T C. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did.
3: There are over 1,000 pets in need right now at the ARL. And during the month of November, your donation will be matched dollar for dollar up to $100,000 thanks to an amazing offer in memory of Dorothy Cheney Green. You will double your impact, giving twice as many animals a second chance. Take advantage of this wonderful matching opportunity at arl-iowa.org backslash match or by calling 515 473 9107, that's arliowa.org, backslash match, or by calling 515-473-9107.
0: restaurant.
1: It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent and I here until noon. Coming up in about uh, 20 minutes, uh, we'll do some NFL Frank Schwab Yahoo Sports. We'll check in right now. He's Eric Heft. He's the uh, color analyst for both football and uh, men's basketball at Iowa State. He joins us as we talk both uh, football and basketball. Eric, Trent and Ken, uh, happy Thanksgiving week. How are you? I'm doing great. Happy
4: to Thanksgiving to you guys too,
1: Eric. Let's start basketball wise. I know you were with the team in Waco, and you did not uh, have the opportunity uh, to go to South Carolina to see the tournament. But what a difference a week can make, right? I mean, you're around teams, and you see teams that um, you know that really struggle, but and you see steps and progression throughout the year. Uh, I saw an expedited process this past weekend, at least I thought. The team that got on the plane uh, to leave the state of Iowa was a different one that landed back in Iowa. They really made some strides, Eric, I thought. How about you?
4: Oh, no question. I mean, the game last Monday night was uh, kind of depressing if you're an Iowa stater. I mean, you didn't see a lot of things that were good, Uh, obviously missing a couple of, of pieces, but... At the time, I didn't know if those pieces would really help what was ailing them that much. I mean, chemistry wasn't great. Nobody really knew their role. The ball handling was poor. Uh, The ball handling turned out to be very good down in South Carolina, and the roles were defined, and I think still in the process of being defined, but I haven't seen a team take a leap like that in in that short period of time in a long, long time. And Man, it was needed and great to see, and I think a real tribute to the coaching staff, but the players... (laughs) Being obviously coachable and buying in. It's hard to get buy in when you haven't had success.
2: That's true. Well, uh, Nick Weiler Babb, a huge part of that. He's named MVP of the uh, Classic down there in South Carolina, Big 12 Player of the Week. I never saw him being this kind of player. Did you ever see the kind of skills that you thought could translate in becoming a point guard?
4: Well, I'm not sure about point guard, but I, you know, something that even Coach said a couple of years ago, I mean, Nick may be. Best pro prospect on the yeah, team. He did. I mean, he, he can handle the ball. He's long. He's athletic. Uh, I always felt last year. Uh, it, first of all, Nick is one of the nicest people you'd ever meet. Uh, and and you, you hear sometimes people say too nice, and I don't know that that's the case necessarily. But he was very differential uh, to the seniors on that team. And like I told him many times, it's like, hey Nick, they want you to make that shot too. You know, they don't care who's having who's having success. Uh, but he he does have a good skill set. I mean, he tightened up his handle a little bit over the summer, and I think it gives him a chance to be successful at point. He's got a ways to go there yet. But mm-hmm. Matt, when he's confident, and I think we saw last Monday night, he was not confident when things started to go south. I mean, there was things just weren't really clicking, you know. But I was really impressed with Nick at the point for a couple of reasons. One, obviously, how well he played uh, against man to man the first night. And then he's playing against the matchup zone the second night and then playing against the zone the third night. And I thought that was a good variety of of challenges for a point guard.
5: I thought he, he responded beautifully.
1: Uh, I got to get to my fellow Canadian Lindell Wigginton. Uh, Eric, uh, look, I don't know what um, you know what what most people thought he was going to be like in in his you know what he's is two weeks into his career at Iowa State, into his college career. We saw him on the uh, the Canadian team this summer. He's one of the stars on that team. Uh, where's Wigginton? Where will he? Where is he now? And where will be he be at say by the time that Big Twelve play rolls around? Because like a number of guys on this team, you saw steps forward with the. Uh, the young Canuck as well in Wigington? Well,
4: where will he be? That's a great question. You know, I think he's still trying to find his role. I mean, he can be very aggressive uh, in going to the basket. We've known that all along. You know, he he continues to knock down uh, some perimeter shots. I mean, that's just going to make things, you know, that much better. But for for him to to take the next step, I think it's going to be learning the appropriate times to pick and choose when to do things and, and becoming a force defensively not just for <clears throat> excuse me for fifteen or twenty minutes, but for the entire time you're in the game, uh, because sometimes he can slack off a little bit. He's athletic enough to be a good defender and has been good at times. But like the whole team, they've got to be better for longer stretches. But his upside is uh, mm. is quite high.
2: This team's going to be built a lot differently this year. Not going to see the high powered shootouts up the eighty eight, eighty five kind of games. They're going to have to do it with defense. How do you? Yeah, Coach Prome has kind of been working to build this program more and, and kind of the vision that he has. Developmentally we saw them come a long way on the defensive end. Are the fan base? Are they gonna be ready for some grinded out kind of games this year?
4: Well, you know, if you win, everybody's happy. And yeah. yeah. you know, yeah. I and I think, you know, they weren't very good on either end of the floor the other night, you know, the last home game. So I think they'll be much better. Uh I think the fans will be fine. I think they know this is a transition year and Thought it was going to be worse than the typical transition yeah, year after true. a week ago, yep. and now they say, "Hey, you know what? I think we can live with this." The guys are playing hard; they're doing a lot of good things. Hey, one guy I got to mention too. Cameron
1: how good Martin. was Donovan? Oh. How
4: about how good was Donovan Jackson?
1: Yeah, straight in that
4: last game was on the line. Man, he was clutch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think how far he's come in terms of understanding his role. I mean, you think as a senior, he would already know that. But you know, was they were messing around with the point guard spot, and he was kind of getting the shot there. He's an off guard. He's a guy that really does a great job running off ball screens and setting things up. But, man, when it comes to clutch time, how clutch was he last year coming down the stretch? And what a great sign to see the step he took over the past weekend.
1: Yeah, I know that about it, Eric. And, and you're right. He, he certainly had his moments last year. He was hunting the ball in that championship game uh, this past weekend. Wanted it and uh, stepped up and took it and made him uh, when, when it was there. How about Cameron Lard as well before we switch over to football? Uh, it's a different team with Lard on the floor and you could really see that.
4: Well, he gives him an inside presence. I think he can do it at both ends of the floor. And one of the things we didn't see a lot of this weekend, but I've seen uh, from him in practice is you know, for a big guy who's really inexperienced, he's a very good passer and he looks to pass. What that means is even if you don't have a great offensive scoring game on the low block, you can still run offense through him. And I think that's going to be a big thing for Iowa State moving forward. But just to have a potential shot blocker, another big body, uh, and a guy that will run the floor, I mean, it makes a huge difference in this team. And it's something Iowa State really hasn't had since Jamila left.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, as we move over to football, we saw Zeb nolan uh, his first start on the road um, look they've they 've had they've uh, been forced to play a lot of quarterbacks this year, three starters, and of course Joel Lanning coming in uh Zeb nolan. I I love the way he throws the football. He's got. A, he's, I think he really can chuck it, uh, Eric. He's got an arm on him, and that 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 sells me. When I when I see a quarterback that can chuck it, I'm all in. Uh, and he certainly is. Your thoughts on Nolan as he gets his feet wet uh, at Iowa State's off with Iowa State's offense?
4: Well, I, I love the arm strength for sure. I mean, a guy that can move it around, he can make all the throws. But he has to be more consistent with the throws. And I mean, he's got a long way to go. But when you see the potential that's there. You have to be pleased, and you know he kind of got away with a couple of ill-advised throws the other day. Uh, but you know that happens almost every game. Kyle certainly had those too. So, uh, from uh, from perspective of where Zeb is moving forward, I think that first start on the road out of the way. I think he'll be better this week should he get the call. If Kyle's healthy, I mean, I would think Kyle might be the guy. And do you think that there's a chance that he will be healthy? I think so. I mean. Uh, there's, you know, I watched him in warm up. After talking to the coaches last week, mm-hmm. I didn't think there was any way Kyle would be able to play. But I watched Kyle throw in warm up, and he he looked pretty good. Now add another week to that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's enough of a progression or not, but I think they at least to the point where if Zeb struggled or was injured, Kyle could could certainly play and give you a chance to win the game. Otherwise, it's Joel Lanning. Yeah. And, <laughs> And we know Joel can can find a way to win, but you know he can't play every snap of every <laughs> game.
2: <laughs> well, uh, another guy that's out there a whole bunch, and he's going to be out there. It looks like on Saturday, David Montgomery. How in the world's a guy? I mean, the the physicality that he plays with, but still, when you get injured, even if you're a big guy, you get injured unless you're David Montgomery. I guess is he a superhuman? What's going on? <laughs> I think so.
4: I think <laughs> so. You know, he's a he's a superhuman person. He's a, I mean, he is one of the real leaders of this team, even though he's just a true sophomore. Uh, Tremendous work ethic. He made the transition from quarterback to running back. Uh, You know, you talk about he runs with a very physical style, yet he can still make you miss. He's Mm -hmm. got very quick feet. He catches the ball. A great blocker. I mean, there's really nothing he can't do. And yet, I know they expect him to continue to get better because he'll put the work in. But, man, what, what a tough guy and a great leader, and a guy that everybody on this football team looks up to.
1: Did you think the worst? Did you fear the worst, Eric, when you saw him on the field, uh, the, the way he got bent over? I mean, I, you thought, oh, boy, that this isn't going to turn
4: out well. Yeah. I certainly wasn't thinking ankle at that yeah, point. Yeah. You know, not that we had a great vantage point, and always, you always know, you don't want to speculate too much, but my, my first thought was, well, that's the end of this season for him. So yeah, it really turned out well. We'll see how, how – all he is Iowa State's in a spot now, with Sheldon Crony, who I think is a good back. Mm-hmm. But uh, Mike Warren's been dinged up. So if, if David, is you know, can't really go the way he wants to go, Iowa State is really thin at that spot. You know, they got two really good backs that are sitting out this year, in, in Kene Nwangu and Johnny Lang. And you're gonna you're gonna love those guys come next year. But right now, the depth is a real real concern at running
1: back. Mm, interesting. Eric Heft is our guest. Eric, you've called a, a ton of uh, of Iowa State football games. You've seen some tremendous catches, whether it be Blythe or Lazard or Moses, or I'm, I'm missing, got Whitford, had some big ones. Uh, where does Hakeem Butler's catch rank of all the catches that you've uh, been a part of uh, from up in the booth?
4: It's right up there. I, I put it up there, as a matter of fact, with the one Lazard made the week before,
5: <laughs> which was <Yeah>. an
4: incredible <laughs> catch off Lanningsboro. I mean, you tip it to yourself, you know. But this is the whole play of, you know. and Of course, he's a Ravens fan from Baltimore. I'm a Steeler fan, so I was talking to him after mm. the game, and he said that's kind of like Antonio Brown. I said, well, a Raven actually giving mm. Steelers <laughs> he some props. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, he kind of got against his shoulder pad, his helmet, but then to the run through the tackles. I mean, and hang on to the football—just uh, incredible. And you know, it's at six-seven. The speed he has, you know. Uh, for a big guy, uh, he's a he, he's a player on Sunday. I, I don't think there's any question. Should he continue to improve?
2: So uh, bowl destination, we'll find out a week from Sunday. Hearing any rumblings inside the football offices? Can you tip us off at all?
4: I have no idea. <laughs> you know what? I, I guess we're to the point. You know, for me, it's been several years since I've been to a bowl. I'll be happy any place, but you know, when I know if you win Saturday, uh, it's going to be a, a better bowl against a better opponent and a chance to do something really big.
1: Last thing for you, Eric. We'll let you get back to grandpa duty. We appreciate you taking some time out uh, for us uh, uh, here today. Uh, and yeah, I know you don't know the answer to this question, but does does it feel like maybe that you're going to see Bill Snyder on on the uh, opposing sideline, maybe for the final time this
4: week? You know, I thought that before. <laughs> and I was obviously wrong, uh, but I kind of think that way again. I mean, there's just so much going on down there. A lot of rumors about uh, some dissension in the staff, mm-hmm. and obviously the whole succession thing is an issue. A new athletic director, a new president. So there's just there's just a ton of things going on down there. But at 78, uh, man, uh, you, you would have to think this would be this might be the time, you know. And now the fact I don't think he would want to go out on a season when they didn't get to a bowl. Well, by clinching that last wow. week, I think that almost uh, certainly enhances that possibility. that This might be it for him.
1: Excellent point on the bowl, Eric. Happy Thanksgiving, so sincerely we appreciate everything you do for us. As often as you come on the program, thank you. We'll talk to you throughout basketball season.
4: All right, always enjoy, guys. Have a great one.
1: Good to talk to you, Eric Heft, uh, color analyst, Iowa State football and men's basketball.
2: So, what do you you look at all the bowl projections? I do Liberty Bowl, Liberty Bowl. Look, I'm rooting against Orlando. I
1: know that the fan base wants to go to Orlando in the worst way. Um, my wife and my stepson, two degrees from Iowa State, mm-hmm. they want to go to this game in the
2: worst way. So I'm going to go. Okay. I hope we can drive. I don't yeah. want to buy three plane tickets. I mean, Especially when you find out December 3rd or whatever right. that is. Right, right. You have... Two and a half weeks, and you can
1: always tell. This is this is how I've 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 kind of I learned this over the years of trying to figure out teams. Like you're on, say Expedia, mm-hmm. right, or whatever your favorite travel site is, and you've you've been look, checking flights all morning. And let's say it's four hundred and eighty bucks or whatever, and then as bull announcement gets closer, that flight has all of a sudden already jumped up to six. Mm-hmm. Well, I swear to God, and I'm convinced this happens, that the school finds out and tips off the boosters who don't need to get the cheap airframe. Right, right. It's us schleps out there, right, that are working for a living. Um so I want to drive. I mean, I I don't want to buy. Th- even though juniors, what is he thirty <laughs> one? Look, I'm still going to be on the hook for the plane ticket, okay. in the hotel, and uh, and, the, and the bowl ticket. Because when he went to school there, mm-hmm. when, he, when did he go to school? From 2005 to two or two thousand, whatever it was. There was no bull. There was a bull his freshman year. Yeah. And I said to him, you know what, you've got you got a lot of schooling left. We'll get you back to a bowl game. I'll get a press pass and we'll go down there and I'll cover it. Yeah. Never happened, right? Whoops. So I kinda of still owe him that. So I hope it's Liberty. Yeah. Um Memphis is fun. Memphis would be fun. Yeah. I looked at the I looked at Houston, it's fourteen hours. I think they they've passed the Dallas pecking order. San
2: Antonio's still kind of in the hunt. Sure. Um, but I don't want to, there's, there's no driving to Florida. No, no not driving. I have made that drive both to Miami and Orlando for Iowa bowl games. That's torture, right? That's 20 something hours. Yeah. And on the way home, oof, yeah, talk about torture. Did that in my twenties and there was a lot of boozing happening. <laughs> yeah. It was not a fun drive home. No, no. So four or five smelly guys in a vehicle. <laughs> not good.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't think we'll have that problem. No, no. But at least I hope not. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Well, you'll enjoy a, a no, snifter or two. Oh, sure. Absolutely. I can't wait to get I'm, I'm actually looking forward. With, so you and I, just uh, you and I, um, you and I, not the football team of the school to be confused with, we are going to it, hopefully yeah. get down there and do some radio from wherever the bowl destination. So we've eliminated following the Hawks. Is that what you're saying? I think so. I mean, it's Iowa State's turn, right? I've covered, is. I've covered you know, a handful
2: of, of Iowa bowl games mm-hmm. since Iowa State got to a bowl. And I'm the more excited time, about it. I Everyone knows I'm a Hawkeye fan. Mm-hmm. I'm more excited to go watch Iowa State in a bowl game and that fan base than how many other people make their way to whatever bowl game it is for Iowa. It's just it's ended with such a thud this year.
1: Yeah, no, it really has. There's not. There's nothing. You know, last time Iowa State was in a bowl, um, Liberty Bowl, right? Liberty Bowl. Yep. Was it, 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 Jimmy B and Joe Quinn? Okay. We Joe Quinn was uh, who's now doing uh, afternoon drive in, in Omaha. Uh, he was our producer, and Jimmy B and Joe Quinn went to cover the game because that day of the game is the day that I moved to Las Vegas. So ah. I came into X&O, did the bull show with them, uh, because Brinson doesn't cover football, and I do. right? <laughs> right so right, he was right. down there. They needed somebody that actually knew a little something about the team <laughs> and the season that <laughs> they helpful. had. It is very helpful. <laughs> so I, I did the show, literally did the show, got in a cab, Went to the airport, jumped, flew out of town, and moved to Las Vegas. Wow, that was you're dedicated. Yeah, I certainly was. (laughs) Uh, We'll take a time out. We'll come back. We'll switch gears. NFL conversation, but just to kind of finish up our conversation, when the bowl destination is announced, uh, pretty good, uh, pretty good authority that Trent and I will be down there uh, covering it. or KBGG. Quick update on Iowa. They're down by Is That's the last I've got. 65-62 with 3.52
2: left in the game. Yeah, let me uh, get a quick update. It got the same. Yes. Down three. A little bit of a comeback. They were down seven a little bit earlier. Ahmad Wagner hitting a three. Yeah, he's always one point away from his career high according to Iowa
1: basketball. Iowa hoops on uh, Twitter. We'll take a timeout. Frank Schwab uh, and uh, Trent and I will get into the NFL next. It's the Ken Miller Show. We're on 1700 KBGG.
2: If you're sick and tired of the same old delivery options, I have an idea for you. It's Food Dudes Delivery. Food Dudes Delivery delivers for restaurants that normally don't deliver food. And with over 50 restaurants across the metro, Food Dudes Delivery can find whatever you're craving. And for listeners of Jimmy B and TC, $2 off any order of $20 or more. Just use the coupon code JBTC. That's JBTC for two bucks off your next order of $20 or more. Food Dudes Delivery. Online, Food Dudes Delivery. Dot com.
3: Cumulus Media Des Moines encourages you to shop local, buy local this holiday season. Our local businesses are the lifeblood of our communities and a major driving force for the local economy, contributing to the tax base, which in turn supports our schools and helps to keep our infrastructure updated. Money spent locally supports all of us here and is very important to maintaining our way of life. 1700 KBGG encourages you to shop local this holiday season. Shop Local is brought to you by these fine local businesses. Big O' Tires, Omgars, and Brick Street Market Anchor. Cafe.
0: This holiday season, he went to Jared because getting her a blender just didn't sound right. Her ideal gift is waiting at Jared the Levion collection. Jared has more exclusive Levion pieces than any other jewelry store in the world. And from November 16th through the 26th, visit jared.com and you'll receive $100 off any Levion purchase. Sound good? That's why he went to Jared. Some exclusions apply. See Jared.com for details.
3: Running low on the stuff you need? Time for a target run. We're here for all the big moments, and the little ones, too, like Thanksgiving go time. Now through Wednesday, get a free $10 gift card when you spend $50 on food and beverages, including butterball turkey for only 99 cents a pound. For leftovers, because they're going to happen. Stock up on Glad or Reynolds Wrap for just $2.99 get in out and on your way target run and
2: done pricing may vary restrictions may apply
0: greater des moines habitat for humanity's new restore is now open in urbandale donations of home improvement items to restore are sold to the public to support habitat's mission of building homes communities and hope so donate shop and volunteer
2: at your nearest restore on east euclid or in urbandale are you in the mood for real Black and Cardinal Divide is the first website
3: dedicated to the Cyhawk rivalry. We cover both the Hawkeyes and the Cyclones.
0: This is Cody, and I cover Iowa State.
2: And I'm Derek, his younger brother, who covers the Hawkeyes.
0: We'd like to encourage you to jump over to bcdivide.com. Tune in Wednesdays and Thursday nights as we will talk all things Cyclones
3: and Hawkeyes. Jump over to bcdivide.com. Join us for daily banter and our
2: social media pages at bcdivide.
3: As brothers and fans of different teams, we grew up with a heated Cyhawk rivalry within our own family.
2: Join us at bcdivide.com
0: to embrace the rivalry.
5: Real
3: sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG.
1: All right, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Time to spend a couple of minutes. Oh, ten or so, talking uh, NFL with our buddy Frank Schwab. Uh, YahooSports.com, Frank writes at the shutdown corner. His power rankings are out for another week, uh, and Frank joins us. Frank, uh, Trent Condon, Ken Miller, happy Thanksgiving. How are you, Frank? Hey, what's going on? Good to talk to you. You know, I, let's start in the AFC West, a division that most felt was going to be the, uh, you know, the best division in football. The Chiefs get out to that unbelievable start with wins over both the Patriots and the Eagles, I think, at back-to-back weeks, if memory serves, uh, they're one and two in your power rankings and most people's power rankings. And yet the Chiefs have fallen on hard times, losing four or five. What's been, the, uh, I guess, the biggest reason that they've fallen on hard times? And can they turn this around, Frank?
5: Well, I, th- I think the biggest reason, honestly, was the schedule. And I know that sounds weird when they're coming off a loss against a one-win Giants team. But if you look at all the losses before then, it was – at a really hot Cowboys team, and I mean, wins like that where you say, or losses like that where you just say, "Okay, the schedule got them a little bit." It was harder there. I believe before the season they had the second hardest schedule in the NFL, just to the Broncos. So I think that got them a little bit, and then they just had a bad game. They just had a bad game at the Giants. I mean, it was windy, it was bad, it was tough on the quarterbacks. They called a really, really weird fake. You know, fake play with Travis Kelsey throwing downfield in windy conditions. I, 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 I still think are a good team, but you know, we we've, we've seen the, the the drawbacks of them. That you know, they're 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 kind of going into a shell a little bit on offense, which they weren't early in the season. I think their defense really misses Eric Berry, who is a just you know one of the best players in football. So I, I think they're going to be fine. They're gonna be battle tested, obviously going into the playoffs. But the problem is now you've you've pretty much. Blowing your shot to get a definitely a number one seed over New England and probably a number two seed too. So and that you know it's a hard road when yep. when they're going to have to win week weekend one at home against whoever they play, then go at the Steelers and at the Patriots or vice versa. It's it's going to be difficult.
2: Frank, could you see this team still turning it around? We know the issues that they've had against the Steelers in recent years, but they got that win against the Pats. Could you see this team making a run, or is that a hill too high to climb?
5: I think it could, but I, I wouldn't, you know, if, if, again, if, the, if their road is at Pittsburgh at New England, I, boy, that's mm-hmm. asking a lot. I mean, it really, that, that is a tough deal. That's a it's a, it's a big challenge. I, I'm not saying they can't, because yes, they have one at New England, and uh, you, you know, they, they are a good football team, no doubt, but it's just, you get to a point where it's this this road is really, really tough. Now, you know, could they win one of those make an A. C championship? Yeah, sure, I could see that. But Going all the way, winning a Super Bowl is tougher now to believe than it was five weeks ago.
1: Mm. Frank, uh, I've been doing this a long time. I remember I was on the air when Jacksonville went into Denver and picked off the uh, the Broncos, yeah. uh, upset them. I think that was the last time until yesterday we had a call a caller want to talk about Jacksonville Jaguars football, but we did. <laughs> a- and his point was well taken. I mean, the, the defense is solid. The schedule lines up perfectly, as you pointed out in, in your piece today. They're they're probably going to get a home game in the playoffs. But, Frank, I just can't get past that defense. At the end of the day, this is asking Blake Bortles to lead this Jaguar teams anywhere. Can he?
5: That's the problem, right? But to to give him a little credit, it's been a while since he's had a really, really horrible game. He's done okay as a game manager. They're playing a certain way, and... I, I, you know, I think back to the 2015 Broncos, who we thought had a good quarterback because of the name, Peyton Manning, but Peyton Manning that year had a 69 rating. I mean, and they won a Super Bowl, and this Jaguars defense statistically is better than that Broncos defense. I'm not saying Jaguars are going to win a Super Bowl, but individually in each specific game, you're not going to want to see the Jacksonville Jaguars. You're, if you're the Pittsburgh Steelers, you're not wanting to see the Jaguars, or the Patriots aren't going to want to see them. Just because you know, going in, you have to grind out. You might get seventeen points. You might get ten. It's a really, really, really elite defense. This is not just like hey, this is a good defense. No, this is one of the best defenses we've seen in a while. I mean, statistically, they're just dominant. So, but you know, yeah, it, it's going to have to be. They have to play a certain way. They need Leonard Fournette to be like a hundred twenty, hundred thirty yard guy just to keep drives moving and hide Bortles and and hope that Bortles doesn't make any mistakes. And and that always is going to limit your ceiling. But this is a team that on any individual day in the playoffs, you're not really going to be excited to go against them.
2: Frank, Thanksgiving week and, of course, the triple header now <laughs> mm-hmm. with the addition a few years back of the night game of the schedule. For some years there was talk about maybe booting Detroit aside. Does the NFL have it right the Thursday night, the triple header the way they're doing it now? I think it's fine.
5: I, I don't necessarily think we need the third game, but that's it's, it's fine to me. I mean, that's... I think the Lions Cowboys thing is, is it's it's fine. I mean, I don't think you change it just because the Lions are bad on a certain year. They're good this year, you know. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it, these things do go in cycles. Now well, it hasn't gone in cycles too often for the Lions, but <laughs> I, you know, I think it's I think this is fine. Lions first, Cowboys. I think the big change they made that really really helps them is they uh, they allow cross flexing, which I know some people out there don't even really realize right. it happened, but but what happened was it. For years and years and years, going back to when I was a kid, before that maybe, one of the networks had the AFC games, one of the networks had the NFC games, and the road team dictates it. It's If the Jacksonville Jaguars are the road team, it's a CBS game. If the Minnesota Vikings are the road team, it's a Fox game. It's always dictated by the road team. But what they changed, I believe, two years ago was, we'll allow it to cross-flex so Fox, for example, can have an AFC-NFC game. And that, you know, before... The Cowboys and and Lions, you had to have one of those games be AFC at NFC, and there's only two games to pick from. Each of those each of those teams only plays two AFC teams at home each year, so if, if some years you were just stuck. You were just hey, okay, we got to throw this terrible game out there because there's and there's nothing necessarily interesting about the Colts at the Lions. But now they they have a much bigger uh, pool to pick from, and I think that's been great. I think that that allows for the Vikings to play the Lions on on, on Thursday, and that's a really, really good game. And, you know, it, it definitely changes. It just gives them more options. I think
1: that's been a great call. You know, in that uh, that game you just referred to, Frank, I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, it's it's clearly the biggest game uh, of, of Thursday. The Chargers for the Chargers, Cowboys for their own reasons. I think the Chargers are still alive, believe it or not, in the I AFC. Do I listen. do too. Yeah, do I do. yeah I, I, very much so. So oh, huge man. for them. But Vikings, uh, Case Keenum, what he's doing there. Beat his old team last week. Uh, that that Rams Vikings game. If there were still some doubters out there about the Vikings uh, going into that game. Did that they maybe ease those fears. I would hope so. I mean,
5: anytime, any you get your quarterback, you're gonna have doubters. I mean, yeah. I don't hate those. I mean, there's nothing, no way around that. But you know, these guys have—they're they, just so good at the other positions. And Even without Dalvin Cook, they've filled filled that hole with McKinnon and Murray. They've got a good tandem. Adam Thielen has turned into one of the best receivers in the NFL. <laughs> he's yeah. he's on pace for about. Fourteen hundred and seventy yards or something like that. I mean, he's really, really good. Stefan Diggs is good. That defense is, is you know, it's it's a plus. It's it's a heck of a defense. So, no, there, there shouldn't be anybody doubting it at this point. I, I don't know exactly that they can go win a Super Bowl, but I, I can't really count it out either. I, I don't. I I don't know. I I, I don't. I don't see a reason really not to to pick that unless you're just. Case Cam's going to screw it up at some point, point. and if that's your angle, you you, you might be right. <laughs> in January, like he might have that blow up game against the Saints or whoever. But I uh, think the Vikings are really really good. But this is a big game because if the Lions can go, if the Lions can win in their home, and they're a pretty good football team too. Yep. If the Lions can win this throwaway game back, they, have to, they, they win the tiebreaker. Yep. So it's a big game. It, 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 either Vikings are basically clinch a division or it's going to be a dogfight right until the end.
1: Uh, Frank, uh, happy Thanksgiving. Thanks again for coming on with us. We will catch up with you next week. Thank you, Frank Schwab. That's what I appreciate, guys. Yeah, we do too. Frank Schwab, yahoo com. he uh, writes at the Shutdown Corner's power rankings. Uh, Eagles 1, Patriots 2, Saints, Steelers. Boy, there's a lot of NFC at the top of that list. Vikings 5, Rams 6. Vikings, Saints this uh Viking Saints. Rams, Saints this mm. week has some uh tiebreakers uh, yes. out there. Uh, Well, Trent, we've only got like a minute left in this hour. Is is there any good news on Iowa basketball?
2: No, no. They're going to lose to South Dakota State. T.J. Otzelberger. T.J. Otzelberger. The Hawkeyes go to 0-2. All my whining and complaining and bitching and everything about the RPI is not going to matter. Because this team is in deep, deep trouble. This is not hyperbolic. They're in big trouble. Yeah. The national media was right. They were. The state media. We all bought in. We did. To bring back everybody except for oh, Peter. Jack, God. better defensively. Mm-hmm. That has not been the case. This team good, is Good broken. Class, a good class of freshmen coming in. Yeah. So tomorrow, Trent. So is it over? Uh, eight seconds left. They're down by seven. So it's over. It's over.
1: Um, they will play in the seven-eight game. There are eight teams that made their way to the Cayman Islands for mm-hmm. this Cayman Islands Classic. Yep. Yeah. They will play
2: tomorrow to avoid finishing last. They'll play the loser of UAB and Buffalo. The loser of UAB-Buffalo for 7th place. And no. it's not a given. They'll finish 7th. No. I wouldn't be picking this team. They they were a 7.5-point favorite yesterday. Lose outright. 7.5-point favorite today. Mm-hmm. Lose outright. They go to Virginia Tech when they come back. Virginia Tech's an NCAA tournament team. They're going on the road. Not winning that game. Mm-hmm. Then they have Big Ten play. Then they have Iowa State on the road after that. They're now it's resurgent. We're all of a sudden talking about team. Can they make the NIT? Wow. Well, yeah. Eh. Where are wins coming from in the Big Ten? The way this team I
1: changed my tune. I, I'm with you. I know it's early. I know I know everybody's going to
2: use the Aaron Rodgers. Relax. Bohannon tried yesterday well, instead of relaxing, maybe you should have done something to Ooh. figure out how to stop a guy from penetrating in, getting to the lane. You're, you're not a happy camper over there, Trent and <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: I see. I noticed a difference in you when your Hawk, your Hawk hoopsters go down. You don't take it well. we'll I don't. We'll time out. We'll come back in the 1 o'clock hour. Stephen M. Sippel will be here. Uh, so will Zubin Mahente. Iowa falls again. They'll play for the seventh. Is there a trophy for that? I hope so. Well, they just it's a green it? ribbon. Just leave it in the locker room. <laughs> uh, we'll come up here. The 1 o'clock hour. It's the Ken Miller Show. We're on 1700
3: KBGG. Hey, it's Tiki Barber and Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker 1700 KBGG. Boom. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom?
0: If you're not hungry already, you will be in a second. At Montana Mike's, you know they've got the best steaks and best burgers around. And of course, succulent seafood, your favorite pasta dishes, and great combos with ribs and chicken. So why not choose Montana Mike's for carryout, catering, and your holiday banquet and party needs? Whether it's a small gathering with family and friends or a full-blown feast for a large group this holiday season, let Montana Mike's handle it for you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this holiday season and let Montana Mike's do the cooking. Montana Mike's with two locations, just north of I-80 on Northeast 14th in Des Moines and on Highway 14 in Newton. Montana Mike's. Montana Mike's is this week's sweet deal, perfect for your Christmas stocking. Get $50 worth of Montana Mike's certificates for only $25. Get this Montana Mike's sweet deal at a special date and time, this Wednesday morning at 9 at 1700kbgg.com.
3: Walgreens has good news for everyone who uses Medicare Part B for diabetes testing supplies. We've got your back, or in this case, your test strips. Walgreens accepts Medicare assignment and full coverage supplemental insurance, so you'll pay as low as zero dollars out of pocket, which is the same as mail order. Pick up the medications you rely on and save on all major brands like AccuCheck and Walgreens TrueMetrics. That's not just good news; it's great news. Talk to your Walgreens pharmacist today. Walgreens, at the corner of happy and healthy.
5: This is Charles Osgood. For many businesses, hiring is tough. You want access to highly qualified candidates fast. And you don't want to sign a long-term contract or pay upfront fees. That's why you need Indeed.com, delivering six times more hires than any other job site, according to independent research. Indeed is offering new users a $50 credit to make their first job listing a sponsored job with premium visibility. Go to Indeed.com credit. That's Indeed.com credit. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply.
1: The holidays are around the corner. A merry time filled with family traditions and festive celebrations. But it's a hard season for those who have recently lost a loved one. You can help. Amanda the Panda needs donations for its Cheer Box program, which delivers a box of gifts to families experiencing their first holiday season after the death of a loved one. Visit amandathepanda.org or call 515-223-HUGS for a list of needed items and to learn more. That's amandathepanda.org.